0: this is daniel here just wanted to thank you for listening to this newest edition number seven of the lucky go show let's go yeah and i think i've come up with the right name for this it is now the lucky go variety show all right because initially when we started this show it was all about doing like the mechanics of the game and then it's turned into all kinds of other things we'd had little pieces of gameplay and we've got promos from other and reviews from other um, podcasts that are out there and I think that's we're gonna end up be doing in this show is actually turn it into more of an actual show with a lot of different fun cool things in it and this time we have a whole bunch of things to cover. We could just call the happy go lucky extras. (laughs) Except it's called the lucky go variety show. Yeah the happy go lucky extra show. Except it's called the lucky go variety show. What? I know you want me to say it a bunch of times because, you know, repeating things keeps things in mind. Anyway, so there's, there's three things we're going to cover in this one. First of all, some podcasting friends of ours. Uh, we're going to play in a moment here the, uh, a promo from Just the Zoo of Us. Hmm. Just the Zoo of Us. So these new podcasting friends we have, Christian and Ellen Weatherford, actually recently married, which is cool, lived down in Florida. Wow. I don't even know if they wanted me to oh, tell some people true that they live love. in Florida, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty cool. You got, you're in between ages here, Mason. So, uh, anyway, it is an animal review podcast. So what they do is they go through and review different types of animals, and they get super deep into it. And they're actually going to do a little portion for us on a type of wasp, the, the tarantula hawk. Oh, they're going yes. to do the tarantula hawk, tarantula like a little 15-minute thing on the tarantula hawk that we're going to have in one of our Lucky Go variety shows, which would be really cool. But anyway, so you're going to hear the promo from them. Um, and they're also going to be one of our upcoming guest narrators. So you heard the first guest narrator, who is anonymous. Didn't give us, a, give, us give us a name, uh, but anonymous from the InNominate podcast. We'll put links on here uh, for you, but... Um, Definitely a wonderful job, and there's one more of those sessions coming up uh, that she recorded for us, so that's totally awesome. And and so anyway, they're going to to do a um, husband and wife duo that'll be part of the story in our guest narrator section, so I think that's pretty cool stuff. All right. First up, though, that we're going to listen to is from our good friend David S. Deer. You guys remember him from a Ninth World Journal? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, so everybody remembers the uh, Ninth World Journal. And so we had this Twitter challenge that was out there, or, or general social media challenge, which was listen to his shows, which are very cool, short story, all audio drama, and submit a list of terms that you would like to have defined because the world that he that, that his stories come from is called Numenera, and it's like uh, earth a billion years from now, basically. So there's all these terms that are, um, I don't even know what they mean when I was listening to them. Anyway, so R. Shane Solis, uh, Twitter follower, uh, sent in the lucky list of terms that we have selected. And, uh, and so David, uh, David S. Deer was kind enough to prepare for us a, uh, a little definition of what each of those different terms mean. So this is actually David S. Deer from a Ninth World Journal. Uh, listen in, and then when you're, you're done listening in, uh, there's a whole lot more of the story from him. So head on back over there to a Ninth World Journal. And uh, check out his new season, which is coming out in just a few weeks.
1: Hi, this is David S. Deere, creator and producer of the Numenera audio drama, A Ninth World Journal. A short while back, Happy Go Lucky had a shout out contest where they invited you to listen to episodes of A Ninth World Journal and send in the terminology from the episodes that you wanted to have further clarified or defined for you. So the lucky winner of this is R. Shane, who had a few terms that they would like defined for them. So I'm going to go ahead and do that for you right here now. From... The episode journal entry 5 prisoners and armatures the terms were abhumans and shurgen abhumans are distant cousins of humans they've been either genetically menge- they've either been genetically engineered or mutated from humans so there's a lot of similarities they have more animal aspects to them some in their behavior but a lot of them in how they look they have animal features animal parts but they definitely have chosen to live differently than humans and do not want to be associated with humans. They've abandoned their humanity, so they despise humans or they devour humans. And The term churgeon is, it sounds like, the term surgeon because they essentially are surgeons and they do operations, and they do medical procedures on people, sometimes through surgery and sometimes through, like, uh, Numenera means. The terms from general entry three, the Truth of the Gaians, are the Order of Gravis and Kaledi Fior. The Order of Gravis is an organization of the priesthood the priesthood of this particular city, and they're exclusive to this city, the city of Chilo. And there are three tiers of the priesthood. The first tier is the Order of Gravis. In that tier, anybody really essentially can be a priest of the Order of Gravis. Anybody in that particular order have served the priesthood by helping other people, by doing something within the temple usually either administering to people who need it or helping to perform a ritual. And it's mostly comprised of the pilgrims who come to Chilo for whatever reason, usually for some kind of spiritual reason, as it were. Just the fact that they've served in that capacity even one time makes them an official member of the Order of Gravis, and they even get a glass pin. The Kledi Fior is the name of the temple. The common name for it is the Temple of the Wellspring. It is this huge, giant, egg-shaped building where uh, it's very esoteric inside, and there is a huge pit. And from this pit are, are energies that just well up from the deepest depths of the earth that no one really can even access or ascertain. But it's these energies that create the different effects that go into the rituals. And it's facilitated by this biomechanical creature called the Ustiliator, a very strange creature that doesn't speak but facilitates these rituals as the priests, known as the Veil Wardens, carry out their rituals. And in journal entry 9, which is titled Dial M for Murdin, just by the way, a Murden is one of the abhumans. They're kind of a bird-crow-looking combination of humanoid creature. The terms in there were Chalra, Verid, and Synth Ring. Chalra isn't really a term. It's actually a name of one of the members of the party that Janue is traveling with uh, through the cold desert. Verid is a melee weapon. It is a short-handled weapon with two long blades that kind of fork out from each other in a kind of a narrow V-shaped. And it's a very handy weapon from being able to swing in both directions, and you can actually kind of make stabbing and slicing motions with it. And synth ring is a component that was in a cipher that was used in that episode. In order to activate the cipher, the character had to pull a synth ring to get it to function. Synth is actually a material that's pretty common in the ninth world. Think of it as analogous to plastic. It's as versatile as plastic as it is used in a number of applications throughout the ninth world, such as plastic is today. So this particular ring happens to be comprised of synth. So we have the synth ring. Thank you, Solis R. Shane, for participating in the shout-out contest, and congratulations. And thank you, Happy-Go-Lucky, for featuring a Ninth World Journal on your podcast and for giving me the opportunity to kind of share some of the terminology with all of you wonderful listeners out there. Thanks again, and have fun.
0: Of our very, very bestest, newest friends at Just the Zoo of Us, Christian and Ellen, who run this fantastic show,
2: an animal review podcast. We yes. thought we would do our own animal review. Animal review. And uh, the animal we've chosen is uh, the hippopotamus. Awesome. Not much is known about the hippopotamus, but we have done some extensive research for you guys. Awesome. Now, I will, you know,
0: a little caveat here. None of us are biology majors. Well, I am. Have any of us um, actually seen a hippopotamus before? In real life? Yeah. I think I did when I was like yeah, two. Definitely zoo. not. I saw one in the zoo. In I name. went to okay, the zoo. Yes. Yeah. So, I think...
2: Basically, yeah. we're experts. Yeah.
0: Basically. Not, not like in the expert category of Christian. Ellen, you obviously probably no. want to listen to their yeah. show for stuff. But anyway, so we're going to re- review the, the hippopotamus Joshua... Tell us about uh, the the living environment
2: of the hippopotamus. Well, obviously, your hippopotamus loves its big, muddy swamps. It is often found lurking about. Um, very dangerous. We know this. The mm. hippopotamus is very dangerous. That they are, yeah. But, Beware uh,
0: of its mighty teeth. Yes. Many teeth. Yes. Giant, large, flat teeth, like giant molars, like being mauled yes.
2: by yeah. rocks. By
0: <laughs> being mauled by rocks. By I like live rocks. Like, like, rocks. like, like
2: a bear, ahead. but it's a hippopotamus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you you be, so be eaten like a bear. Yeah. Eating like a bear. But you'd by be eating a by a hippopotamus. hippopotamus. Yeah. yeah. So the swampy environment. Swamp. I didn't know swampy that. So, so, so potentially... You got some down in yeah. Florida
2: or other swampy places oh, like
0: that?
3: That's why the um, gators are actually starting to go extinct
2: because fact, the hippos are I'm, eating. Them. I'm pretty sure DC, you know how it used to be a swamp before yeah. we put our capital there, hippos was probably were probably in the filled, States, uh, filled with hippopotamus.
0: hippopotamus. Holy, smokes. hippopotami. I did not know that. Wow. All right, yeah. so what does a hippopotami usually eat? Is that the that's the multiple version? Is hippopotami? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay or is, is it I think hippopotamuses? it's hippopotamuses. hippopotamuses
3: hippopotamuses love me too yes, yes. yeah it's in the Christmas okay. song it's in
2: the song so okay right. I'm gonna go with that Mama hippopotamuses that hippopotamuses all right, all right. So, so
0: if so, hippopotamuses uh, Mason what do they like to eat well you
3: have Um, they love coconuts for sure coconuts nice yeah. I like coconuts too in the swamp dude yeah, yeah
0: I, can, I can get that I can yeah. get that because they crack them with their mouths no, yes okay. Easily
3: um, crackable yeah they also um love to eat algae
2: do and, they in people oh people what? okay that's what I was gonna wait say. a minute I didn't know do they, they eat were
3: carnivorous meat What? Yeah. um well that is still
0: not you're known sure they
2: eat people
3: <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure the word you're there
3: going are for lots is... of hippopotamuses attacks Omnivorous. We've seen that oh, okay
0: okay so you're saying the
3: attacks. I think they're, they're omnivores. they may they may attack but you and they like humans <gasps> they think they're
0: tasty wow they' Okay, stay away from the hippopotamus. Stay away from hippopotamus.
2: Josh, how big can a hippopotamus grow? So it honestly depends on how much a hippopotamus eats. We all know that a hippopotamus can eat up to three times its body weight in just under an hour. Holy cow. But if it eats that much, it could grow to the size of like. School bus, is or it
0: like Clifford the Big Red Dog.
2: Clifford the Big Red Dog.
0: Holy smokes! So, is it like Left a goldfish? Check. If you're, you know, you put goldfish in different uh. sized ponds, it keeps growing. Is it kind of like that sort of thing, or is it just strictly on the
2: amount that it's able to eat? It is definitely strictly on the amount that it's able to eat. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: That, okay, that's that's super surprising. Due to yeah.
2: poachers, though, they never quite reach their full potential. Now, um, yeah, DJ Padre, would you please tell us about the um? physical characteristics as in the bone structure of the uh, hippopotamus yeah so
0: what's really cool about the uh, bone structure of hippopotamuses is, is that they have this strange vocal cord like most people don't hear the sounds but you were you watched uh, Jurassic Park right yeah. and you had the the velociraptors so like the like this, yeah. you know, crazy mm-hmm. sound. Yeah, of course. So hippos can make ten thousand different sounds with their vocal cords. 10,000? 10, 10,000 different va- sounds. How much humans? can a human make? Yeah. I, I mean, I get no idea, but I, I don't know if I can make ten thousand sounds. I don't know. I don't know. That's I mean, like Mason, right Mason there. could probably make. Yeah, 20, he definitely sounds can
2: but make. millions.
0: yeah. So, times. so they can make ten thousand different sounds, and they're actually their brains are gigantic. They're really? smarter than dolphins are. Wow. So the communication huh. level that these creatures have is just, is, is super dynamic. I mean, it, it's, it's almost beyond. In fact, it, it back in the days when the initial settlers came into the United States and were in the Florida swamps, the hippopotami hippopotamuses is used to lead them through the swamps, just like dolphins lead ships out in the oceans.
2: Wow. wow. It's yeah.
3: kind of like um, the gingerbread man and the fox. The fox would bring the gingerbread man out, then he would leave the gingerbread man, then he would eat the gingerbread man. So, in that scenario, the fox is the hippo.
2: and And the human is the gingerbread man? Yeah. Oh, that is super scary.
3: That is quite scary. So wow. that's why the... Initial oh. population of the away did not take off from oh.
2: hippopotamuses. Wow.
0: Okay, yeah. Do not try this at home. I really thought they were cool and would be fun to have as a pet, but you're saying yeah. let's not do that.
2: They seem yeah. so, you know, flubbery and well, bubbly. Well, why don't we but... talk about the um, personality of hippos? Sure. Um, yeah, I've observed many times in a zoo that the hippopotamus loves laying out um, in the sun. like mm-hmm. sunning himself. Hmm. You know, um, they are—they're very um, social. Like you were saying, with their ten thousand different sounds, that—that that makes a lot of sense why mm-hmm. they're so social. You know, the other thing they do, though, they love water, mm-hmm. and oh. they especially love the high dive. The high dive. They I, love going off of the high jumping dive, jumping off of giant. Yeah. Waterfalls, yeah,
0: and like doing a gigantic belly, flop. belly flop,
2: hippo belly flop. Yeah, turns
3: out they actually have um feet and hands like gorillas, so they can actually climb up to the high dive. Well, wait a minute, I've never observed I don't that. know about that. Well, I don't know, but I looked it up on the onion.com and that's what it said. Oh,
0: okay, well, I mean, that's a uh, reputable source, yes, solid. That's from like Britain or something, isn't it? I like, don't even know because like English. They're all smarter than us for sure. So, yeah. yes. I'm mean, gonna
2: I get that. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, that's cool. I did not know they like jumping off of giants. They're, all, they're also very they're belly kind. Flops. Um, very kind. Yes, they, they are very kind. They eat humans.
3: Eat humans. Well, humans aren't always kind. Oh, I see. Yeah, see, they're very protective. Um, on their backs, they actually host little algies. and they're very protective. O- protective over them. So. If you get near, they think that they're you're going to hurt their friends.
2: Yes, yeah, so another thing on the, that algae there, it is um, considered a delicacy. Mm. And humans love to scrape off that algae and eat it. Yeah. Uh, so that explains why there's so many hippo attacks. They say that
3: a pound from between the toes of hippopotami can cost up to $452.25. That's a lot of money.
0: Wow. That's just astounding. That was, that was, that was absolutely astounding. So, yeah. But look, people. I would have never guessed. I, I think if you go to the zoo, you should stay away. Yeah. Yep.
2: Maybe no. not even look at it. I mean, it's scary. Well,
0: it's scary. It might well, jump off a high gentle. dive and do a belly flop on top of you and then eat you. Ooh. 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 That would be dangerous. Ah. All right. Well, imagine breaking your that toe. That
2: is all the hippopotamus facts I know. Yeah.
0: Same here. But I, I think this is really fun. We might have to do this yeah. more often. Yeah. Uh, anyway, for those of you that would like more information about animals, uh, Christian and Ellen Weatherford at just the Zoo of Us, it takes what we just did right here and, like, makes it super awesome and actually factual. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. oh, I mean, the, you
3: know, toe algae was true. That's true. Okay. You I mean, aside up. from that, yeah. Toe algae, yes, yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Anyway. Look up our good friends. They've <laughs> got a great show. We love it. Okay, so our last little bit of news for tonight is big news. Big news. Big. You don't sound like this. Hefty news. The news. largest
2: news. Second to the largest news,
3: like if I was a news podcaster, this would be
0: breaking news. Bra- oh, how would you how would you introduce breaking news? Breaking news. Oh, I've just got a call in.
3: Breaking news. Oh my goodness, what is it? You may die.
0: No, what? what? No, it's no. a family podcast. You may guy. go to the farm. No, no, you're with not your going
3: fish to. that disappeared five weeks
0: ago, Jimmy. No, it's not going to the farm. No, no, and no. you found it in the river. Look, we have been invited to Breaking join news. a podcasting network. What? Yeah, enough. That is what? awesome. Enough people like what you guys do. Somehow, they like what we do enough that we've Nobody knows how. gotten enough downloads. We're actually really wow. close to hitting our two thousand download here. 2K, Brady. Yeah, which is totally awesome. That is awesome. Love you all out there. Uh, good fans that you are. And keep on downloading and sharing and, and all that good stuff. And leave us some good reviews. Yeah. Um, Please leave us good reviews, <laughs> five star reviews. <laughs> be awesome. Subscribe. Yes. Other ones probably not so much, but um, yeah, definitely subscribe okay. so you get to all the new shows that are coming up. Anyway, so uh, we we caught the eye of uh, this podcasting network. It's called the Necropodicon.
2: Necropodicon. Yeah, well, I not think
0: necromancer. I need so. to. I yeah, know, but I need to ask what that means because necro usually is death, right? So is yeah. it the dead podcast death, network? Yes. I, don't, I hope it's. That. <laughs> anyway, they. Uh, we met the how we how we wound up being connected initially is you remember the gigantic adventures of Jeff and Simon yes mm, that was a lot of fun that was a ton of fun so Brad who's sort of the, who's the show DM on that uh, show uh, the gigantic adventures of Jeff and Simon is also in well that that show and a bunch of and then one of his other shows is in the Necropodicon podcasting network and so we made great friends with them and then they introduced us to the whole crew. Uh, And so they've got a ton of other shows, things like the Indie Film Review and How to Survive, a horror movie, which I thought was kind of cool, and League of Villains. I need to also shout out for Fate of Ison, for Shivers, for Omen, for Wheel or Woe. Now, some of these are adult shows. I know where we, Mm we cater toward. Yes. Okay. So be careful when you are. Going out there and looking, make look for that, you know, explicit tag just in case your parents have blocked you out of that anyway. So, don't, you know, not all of them for everybody, but they have this whole range that's that that so you can find something for everybody basically. So, yep. um, we are super excited to be part of the Necropoticon network. And so, you're going to have some little bumpers on our show and you'll see some more cross promos with other shows that are on there. Um, And we're really looking forward to that, especially with our good friends from the gigantic adventures of Jeff and Simon, because as Mason and I have been discussing, when the rest of everybody goes off to college, we'll still be doing our normal show, but we're thinking about taking the world that they had as sort of this animal-based world uh, that they put together and doing our own little show based on that world, very short kind of story things. And when Josh comes home from college on his breaks, he can join us in that too. Yes. Like so, different little awesome. short stories. So that that will be separate, though. Yes. Totally separate. That will, But they will initially play mm-hmm. in the Lucky Go Variety Show. Oh, oh, that, that is that's, awesome. That's why I'm saying it's the Variety I Show, because it's got all kinds of different stuff in it. That's fun. See? That's fun. Extra. Totally that's makes sense. Very fun. But these shows will be shorter. They won't be as long as our main story cast. Uh, anyway, so the next one of those is coming up on Monday, and that's going to be a really cool, technical, learning about the concept of going back in time and what we mean by that. And uh, and such horrific rolling from Catherine in this next show. Oh, indeed. That it it breaks almost the entire storyline of was thing to do. So, yay. <laughs> Uh, that'll be really cool fun anyway all right so the last piece that we have the very last piece we have is we have our third patron our third patron
2: let's go we Number
0: got third patron oh
4: in the house three.
2: oh my goodness i'm so proud of you guys for giving us our third patron that is awesome and uh yep. our patron this time is jd J- J-D. J-D. jd my D. new twoest favorite letters in the alphabet.
0: Oh, yes. Yep. J and D. Mine was already J, but he is now included. I would hug him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should. Definitely. We would He's all man. hug him for De- sure. Definitely. Give him big or hugs. give him a high five. If he doesn't like hugs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. At least a fist bump. Totally awesome. JD, you are the man. You the, are man. the man. And in addition to the new premium content, like The Lost. Episode which is about to be released just for Patreons. Oh rip y'all who aren't patrons. <laughs> <laughs> we love everybody because you right. all are listening to our yep. show. And that's and what make that all is. of this possible. Yes. But we do also love our patrons. If you want to know more Slightly about more. more about what that means, um, Patreon P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash lucky go. Lucky go like the Lucky Go Variety Show. And actually on wow. Twitter and Instagram and facebook we're all lucky go l u k k y g o so we'll put some links in the in the show here as well as on our website which is happy uh, happygo lucky.com and anyway what we have prepared for you tonight is a shout out for jd obviously our third
3: patron this might be the best yet
2: jd this this one was pretty good we'll get, see how it goes get your recording
0: started put your cassette tape <laughs> into the player. Oh, yes. It, While it, this that is, that is about run. to start.
4: Here you go. Here's your shout-out. J. Me said Jay. Me said J. Me said Jay. Me said JD Jay. come and become a Patreon. Work all night down the JD Summer. JD and become a Patreon. Stack the up till the morning come Get it done and become a Patreon. Come Mr. Jetty Man, give me some Patreons. Jetty Don't and become a Patreon. Done Mr. Jetty Man, Jetty is a Patron. Jetty don't, don't and become a Patreon. Lift $3, $4, $4 $5, $5 punch. Jetty Don't and become a Patreon. Jetty give me some money, money for lunch. Jetty do and become a Patreon. Alright,
0: thanks everybody for listening to the 7th edition of the Lucky Go Variety Show. That was pretty
3: awesome i think that i think i was right in my prediction that might be the best one we've done yet we're getting better as we go I know. <laughs> that was that was solid all right it was i was proud of that Beatboxing by mason singing like lead, josh no no Dr. lead
0: vocals, vocals lead vocals by lead josh vocals.
3: chorus by padre
0: chorus pops dj padre by DJ. dj padre i like that oh yeah. dj padre dj padre might have to run with the DJ Padre. I like DJ it. Padre. All right, so the next episode is going to be released on our typical Monday. Thank you for listening to this, as always. Um,
3: Just to help make Mondays a little bit brighter,
0: as always, share, In, like, uh, follow, it's not even released on Monday, and oh. <laughs> as we get to say now, you are listening to the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. Drum roll, please. Right now, now a member bada, 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 of the bada, bada, bada. necropodicon podcasting network yes
4: hey, necropodicon what? no Let's way. Go.
3: we're out to my brothers thank you